over the last two months. Cold and wet the rest of the day, tapering off that precipitation chance and some freezing rain accumulating in areas, especially to the north and west. Hard freeze tonight will break and shatter record lows. Teens and 20s for the overnight lows from the lowest to the relatively mildest will be under some cold wind chill factors, single digits and teens tonight. With the precipitation moving on, the clouds linger a bit, but gradually clearing through the day tomorrow. It'll become sunny, pretty cold Mardi Gras day in a number of years. The highs tomorrow only in the 30s, wind chills in the 20s. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. At Social Security, we are always thinking of ways to save you time and make things easier. That's why we created My Social Security. A My Social Security account allows you to access your earnings history and benefits information, request a replacement Social Security card, get a proof of income letter, estimate and apply for benefits, and more. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. outside I don't know I'm not a cold weather kind of person so I don't uh, I don't um, appreciate the cold oh, well, I, I find it hard to imagine that anyone even people who like cold weather have an appreciation for cold damp nasty and dreary because that's what we've got outside. Not that you need me to tell you what the weather looks like. Just look outside. But anyway, we were just out in it. And um, very glad to be back inside the warm house. 5569696 is the number. You are listening to The Food Show. Tom will join us at some point. And I am Marianne, the wife. And uh, I will uh, hold down the fort until he arrives. We would love to talk to you about food, which is what he's been doing for 33 years. Yeah. And um, we just continue, you know, just keep on that? keeping on. Okay. It is Lundi Gras or Mardi Gras Eve. And I, I don't, we have plans tomorrow. We have pretty extensive plans tomorrow yeah. for Mardi Gras. And I'm wondering if any of the plans that we have will come to fruition simply because I wonder who's going to be open tomorrow. Oh, I mean, I it was will. was going to be a big uh, day of eating, but I'm not so sure. We'll have to check on that. Uh, I, I hope that it is the case, and I hope that we'll be able to get there because I was actually really looking forward to a day of uh, partying all day for Mardi Gras, as I call it, fake Mardi Gras. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. I know that there are people who have had big eating weekends because I've gotten emails and text with pictures and all kinds of stuff. So uh, give us a call if you would like to report on some of the eating that you've done over yeah, the weekend. Like Yesterday, Tom, sit down, put your headset on and get in front of the mic and then come on and be on the show. Oh, Tom's just talking from across the room. <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, we went yesterday, uh, rather on the spur of the moment, to Anadel Plantation, which is a place that we don't visit nearly often enough. And every time we do visit, we're just thrilled. It's a cozy, beautiful dining room. When I say cozy, I mean really intimate. It's like you are part of a group of people and part of a party, even though the tables are separate, I find that people start talking to each other. And someone said that they went and didn't have that experience. And I decided yesterday that I was not going to initiate a conversation like I often do there, that I would just dine as a regular diner that doesn't talk to another table. But there was a point where there were two Irish coffees that came through the dining room and it looked like a malt or something. And I said, what is that to the waitress who was also the owner? And um, she said, Irish coffee. And then the table started talking to us. So I find it a really unusual experience going there and it's, it's just very nice and intimate. The food is good, but not brilliant. And uh, it was a lovely way to spend Valentine's Day. We are never big Valentine's Day kind of people. Tom has always insulted the women by saying guys should not uh, do Valentine's dinner on Valentine's Day, but put it off some other day. And there were actually a number of people who listen to that and I think they probably got into trouble but anyway we did it yesterday just because we wanted something to do and uh, it was it was quite nice actually it was really really nice on Saturday we went to impostados cellars I have a thing about impostados I I have an impostados fix or a, a, an itch that needs to be scratched. And if I haven't been to Impostados in a while, especially if I'm being bad, because don't go to Impostados unless you're being bad, because it is a world of carbs, delicious carbs, starting with the bread, which is non-pareil. But we went and got in at four o'clock, which is their opening time, and they managed to find a place for us, for the two of us. And uh, it was, it was uh, they were very um, COVID aware, let's put it that way. The people who did the seating seated people at tables based on spacing. So in other words, it wasn't enough to have the tables spaced appropriately, but the chairs at the tables needed to be spaced accordingly. So that was different. Anyway, who is it, Don or Ron? Ron, the gourmet reporter. You cannot be in the quarter right now, huh? Marianne, I'm tempted, but I'm at home cooking red beans. Good, because it's cold outside. Yeah, getting ready to drip some pipes, too. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. Cold. Yeah, Very you know cold. there are two forecasts. There's like a European model and an American model, and one of them is always suggesting that it's going to get colder than it is. 
but we're dripping pipes anyway. Anyway, uh, making making the red beans. I got some ham seasoning, and then when I uh, cut up the onion, celery, garlic, and bell pepper, I threw a uh, a little bit of that pork seasoning in. Just basically, it's pork sausage cut up into tiny little pieces. And then on the ham seasoning, what I do is I take the part of the ham seasoning that has the fat, and I throw that in with the pork, and that's my seasoning meat. And what that does is that kind of functions as your uh, as your oil when you're sautéing your veg down. It also gives it a lot of flavor. Yeah, so definitely. So it's all about the beans right now. Good, because that's a good thing to have on the stove. Anything is a good thing to have on the stove. And uh, it's good to have the oven lit and anything that'll make you a little bit warmer or make it feel a little bit warmer. Yeah, but that's that's the whole plan uh, is uh, to be cooking all day. That way it keeps everything yeah. warm and then I'll just bundle yeah. up and turn the heater on low and drip the pipes and see everybody in the morning. That's so it. I noticed Henry was gone on Friday. Uh, was Henry celebrating? I don't know what Henry is doing. I don't ask questions like that, but he is not here today either. So Henry may be celebrating. Yeah, Sean uh, is Rock. in for Henry. Yes, I don't really think so. I think he's just yeah. I think he's just taking a little time off. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's got family in town or something, but uh, but he is not with us today either. So um, I had a question. Do you remember when? Um it's kind of interesting when you get these mandates from City Hall about shutting down uh, and alcohol was one of the big topics. You know, I know the uh, hotel, the hotel occupancy rates were a lot lower than they were expecting. I had a question. I uh, didn't know if you knew the answer to this. When Cantrell gave the mandate that the French Quarter was basically off limits, uh, I know that Rouse has had to stop serving alcohol. I know the bars were supposed to be stopped serving alcohol. In the quarter, over the weekend, were restaurants allowed to serve alcohol if you got something to eat? I am the wrong person to ask that question to. I think you have to tune into the news for that. Or restaurateurs are very up on what their protocols have to be. So a restaurateur could tell you that. I have, yeah. um, for about a year now, been in reality denial so I don't really pay any attention to the news because I, I don't want to know what's going on outside of my four walls. I know that sounds really sad, but that's just the way I'm coping. So um, yeah. we live on I the North Shore. Completely. Things are very different on the North Shore, very different. And really, they're very different everywhere you go. When my two sisters were in town, they were shocked at life in the red state. And um, and they liked it rather well. And then on the North Shore, even more so. So that's what we do. We stick on the North Shore. We do our little show for two hours. We invite you to escape for two hours with us. And that's the way we're handling it. Well, I like escaping. I enjoy the show. And you know yep. that. Y'all do yep. a great we job. Just, and uh, Sean was awesome. Got to tune it out. You got 22 other hours in the day you can be tuned in. Do yourself a favor, tune out for just two. Good for the mental you know, health, I think. Yeah, uh, my parting note, uh, just want to let you know, whoever did this website did a phenomenal job. I've it's told really you this good. before, it almost looked like Jude did it, because Jude did such a great <laughs> job on nomenu.com. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, here comes the facelift for 75 for 75 
for WGSL. I mean, it's fantastic. The other th- the thing that's really nice is uh, it looks like you all are hosting the show on your server. In other words, it doesn't look like you're having to go through a bunch of pop-ups to get the show. Uh, when I go on my computer oh, to WGSO.com, um, it, in the upper right-hand corner, it says, Tune in to WGSO, and there's a little arrow. And as soon as you get to the website, if you hit, click on Yay. the arrow, you hear the show. I love it. So, I love it. Kind of okay, neat. I just had a text from someone who's really, really up on all of it because he needs to be in it and is in meetings constantly with the mayor and such. And his answer to your question, <clears throat> excuse me, is, <clears throat> excuse me, Yes, we had alcohol at a restaurant in the quarter. You can serve it at table service, just no to go. Awesome. Yeah, the reason Directly why I asked from- was because, and thank, thank your contact for the answer, was because when I was doing my reporting over the weekend, which we can talk about at a later date, um, <clears throat> I heard the Barkers advertising alcohol. And I was thinking, you know, that's kind of funny because I thought it was mostly shut down. Anyway, that was where my curiosity was. Uh, Great show as always. Uh, You'll have a great evening. Take care. Enjoy your red beans and your warmth. Bye. All right. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. 556-9696. Care Restaurant and Supply has reopened for you to come in and shop. Care has all the wipes, gloves, and sanitizing supplies that you may need and face masks. They have a great selection of takeout containers, too. Call Billy to help you plan the renovation of your kitchen or dining room. Home cooks will find a great selection of kitchen tools, too. Hours are 8 to 4 weekdays right now. Buy local. Our city depends on it. Care, hotel, and restaurant supply. Call 482-0294, 4815 Conti Street. One of my favorite places to be in every holiday season is Antoine's. I love the decorations, the traditions, and the food. Go to Open Table and make a reservation for the Antoine's traditional four-course Revion menu featuring local favorites like duck and andouille gumbo, seafood courbillon, and a holiday meringue glacé. $54 plus tax and tip, plus $35 for wine pairings. Antoine, 713 St. Louis Street. Mimi's is the best restaurant that has ever been in St. Bernard Parish. A magic combination of terrific owner, hospitality, and talented chef, combined with a charming atmosphere to offer you a great dining experience. Don't miss oysters here. They have two or three different kinds, all wonderful. A terrific burger, if you must. Great steaks, too. Thursday is steak night. Mimi's 712 Judge Perez in Chalmette, 644-4992. Mimi'sBarAndGrill.com. Night and day, you are the one. Yes, indeedy. 556-9696. I want to mention that, first of all, that is a very out-of-date Antoine spot. And that Antoine's has special Mardi Gras hours. Check their website for that. They also have their $21 lunch special, three courses to experience Antoine's. You do not have to spend a fortune. They have a three-course lunch with wine pairings for an extra $16. It's $21 for the three-course lunch at Antoine's. Antoine's? Check their website for special Mardi Gras hours. And I must tell you, having just had Tom's 70th birthday party at Antoine's, if you are looking for a place to celebrate a special occasion. There are lots of private rooms at Antoine's. They do a 
10 out of 10 job with that. It was an incredible firing on all cylinders for Tom's 70th birthday party just a week ago. I highly recommend if you are going to be gathering with your family at a restaurant that you call Antoine's. The phone number is 581-4422. They are located at 713 St. Louis. 556-9696 is the number. It is Lindy Gras. And in a normal year, this would be... I don't know who would actually be going out for this, though. Oh, in, but in a normal year, why is it distinguished? They'd be having the what? boat parade where they meet and, and uh, have their big evening celebration for Lindy Gras. Of course, none of that is happening because it's not your average Mardi Gras. We are wondering about whether or not we'll be able to keep our plans for tomorrow, which were pretty boffo all-day plans for Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras starts hitting tomorrow. Serious. Yeah, but I don't know if I don't know who's really going to be open. We have to check and see know. who's actually going to be open because you know we, everyone sort of runs for the hills when the weather gets like this. So we'll see. Well, there are a lot of people who look for uh, for it, and I get enough mail from a lot of folks who listen to our show and all the rest of it who uh, find that it's uh, really their kind of way to get into the deep part of Mardi Gras because it's for real. There's nothing real about it. It's, it's yep. uh, something it's you, you, you take it out and, of a tri- out of a, uh, a, a, a right there, the, a the little, little kid looking right at you. Yeah, and also the old guy who's looking at you yeah. too, but that's another story. A little Mardi Gras sort of fascinator that I was going to wear tomorrow, <clears throat> so I hope we do actually go someplace. So I don't wanna, Grits what? Day. I, we have a dog playing with the, um, the cat food can that that the cat left. So uh, I'm going to have to get up in a minute and get that from him. Yeah. Today is National Grits Day. Grits are ground hominy, which in turn is what's left of a corn hominy. kernel. Hominy. You, you are taking uh, a, a... I don't care for hominy. It doesn't do anything for me yeah, either. I don't care I, the, for it. the texture of the stuff uh, I don't find agreeable at all. Well, hominy is grits in their largest iteration, I believe, and lumpiest. And I just, I just don't get it. Let's go to Eric. Hi, Eric. Good Hi, Eric. Good how are you? We're well, hanging there. How about you? I'm frosted frass fags. Did you, um, okay. did you get to gourmet <laughs> popcorn? Popcorn? Did I get gourmet we popcorn? We had a pile no. of... Oh, you know what I have a uh, thing yeah, about as tall as I am. Office, and, but I got a key and about I that have to go to a box, but heat. I haven't gone to the box. So we've got that. Oh, pretty, okay. we, we've got it wrapped so up on uh, today. popcorn. I can't try yours yet. Wait a second. You ordered it the day that you asked me about it, and it just arrived today? I'm yeah. telling you, I can't tell you how many faux pas they had. Um, three different people have gotten my order in the United States before I finally got my order. I know the lady up there, Wendy, in charge of um, operations, like like we're brother and sister. So um, that was like six weeks ago, at least. Exactly, exactly. So if you haven't opened it yet, I, I, I've just opened the first bag. So I just got it about literally half an hour ago. Um, uh-huh. And what was this thing? Everything. Oh, you are my butter half. <laughs> 
That's what it is. You are my butter half. Wait, you are my what? Butter hat? You are my butter half. Like better half, butter half. Oh. <laughs> That's a new one on me. Uh, I will add as much as I can to uh, cooperation, a cooperation which we use oftenly when we're Dominican. And uh, come on in and talk about this a little bit farther because there's too much to just sit here on the crane with the there edge. There is too much to just sit Manuk here. Well, wait a second. The, the, the butter, you are my... You are my Butter half. Butter half. Okay, was yeah. that a, the name of a flavor? That's the uh, name of a flavor. Yeah, most of them. Okay, and, and it was just the plain butter? Was that it? That's that's the first one. There's a. have got like six different ones that I'm going to... Oh, gosh. Um, hmm. Try over the yeah. I said I was going to try, and I love popcorn. So uh, it was oh it was an adventure goodness. getting it, but it it's so far the first one's pretty darn good. I didn't know if you oh, got it. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, we had it. Well, good. I'm going to have to go back to the post office, find out what's there for me, and pick it up. Yeah, absolutely. Because, there you so, are. Um, let's see. Well, um, what are you doing the these days? Well, as of eating on Friday was. What was crowded and had a good crowd the entire weekend. Just as an FYI, uh-huh. um, not nearly what you'd normally have on Mardi Gras. But I think three hundred reservations on Saturday and um, oh my goodness, I think really two hundred two hundred on Sunday. Yeah, pretty good. Fantastic. I went to Tommy's on Saturday night and passed by Giada and Herb Singh, and both of those looked. Phoenix, very crowded. Yep. As was where, Tommy. Good. Where is this again? Good downtown in the in the uh, warehouse district. Um, Don in the Gourmet Tommy's. neighbor oh, Tommy's. sent a whole bunch of Tommy's. pictures from Gianna, where he spent <clears throat> the entire day. I, I think, want to know on about Friday. That. So apparently, people are getting out in the cold weather and okay. uh, and still enjoying themselves. So good for them. Good for them. Yeah. No. I I think people are. I don't have to sure if they're avoiding the quarter, but they're staying on those uh, fringe restaurants. Where you know they don't have to go through a blockade and right, give the reason right. that they're coming down there and that kind yeah, of stuff. So. Right. Good news. Yeah. So the Court of I mean, Two Sisters are they open tomorrow? That's a good question. They're, they're, okay, during the pandemic they've been closed on Mondays and Tuesdays, but I can I'll text you if I find out they are open. Yeah, because uh, I'm wondering, first of all, I'm wondering who's going to be open anywhere tomorrow because, you know, people like to run for the hills when, you know, when the weather is like this. And and we, right. like I said, we had big plans all day tomorrow. And the idea of um, driving across the lake, even if the bridge is open, you know, makes it a bit of a deterrent. But then I'm thinking, well, gosh, I wonder if the restaurants themselves are going to be open. So we're going to check. Uh, I mean, Crescent City can't. If Crescent City is closed on Mardi Gras, something's wrong if they're closed. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So more, we're going to have to check that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, but I, I would imagine that there are certainly places in the quarter that are going to be looking to be open, just in case people are in town. I mean, the Windsor Court. We went to the Windsor Court on Thursday, and they said they were thirty percent occupied. So. That's not bad considering how devastating it's been for the year. I mean, we're coming up on a year of this, you know? And is from it what, finds... From what I understand with my other hotel friends, uh, 30% is pretty good right now. I know. That's what I'm um, saying. When I heard 30%, I, I, thought, I wow. would love to have 30% in it. Yeah. 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 So, well, uh, so I guess okay. there are people who have decided to come anyway, and even though they're not parading, they're just here for Mardi Gras. So that's good. I'm glad. 
And yeah, they're, they're yeah. going to freeze. They're going to freeze. But anyway, we so overcome. was the court? Was the court good? It was real good. It good. was really good. Good. Um, what was in we, it? Uh, would you, we just had a luncheon have? menu, so uh, uh, I had fish. I had redfish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it was it was good. And, and like I said, I mean, you'd see people like walking down the streets, and they yeah. start into a restaurant or something like that. Uh-huh. So, um, it, it, there is activity down there. There's no yeah. obviously no alcohol activity or any drinking on the streets or anything uh-huh. like that. But they are coming down the side streets and going into restaurants and stuff. So. Well, as one who doesn't, as one who doesn't ever drink, it is possible to live without alcohol. Just, just in case anyone is wondering if they can make it through Mardi Gras, I can assure you, you will make it through Mardi Gras if you are not sloshed. Okay. I mean, you can still have some fun, I guess. I don't know. I can't vouch for that. I guess I've never been that drunk and good enough drunk to, to make a determination. But, I mean, you know, I do okay, and I don't drink. So, you know. It's possible. It's possible. It is. So um, it is. I'll check in yeah. after I open one of these bags in the next couple of days. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'll give you a report on, them, on the overall. Send me some text pictures, okay? Sure, we'll do. We might put it. them up on the website. All right, thank you, Eric. All right, you take care. Bye-bye. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six is the number many moons ago, and like a, six weeks ago. And in the efforts that maybe somebody came up to our studios, having already gone there and died a couple of times, and now you find it interesting enough to Gosh, come I in and no shark us with it studio. for Goodness. about 15 minutes depressing. or so. No, it's, it was better be than that. Depressing. But uh, yeah. how do you right. like it so far? We have bottom of the hour news coming up well, no. um, from the Louisiana Radio Network, and we're going to be back to talk <clears> some more food after that. Please give us a call if you would like to talk about it. 556-9696 is the number. You're listening to WGSO New Orleans, and we'll be back. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Jeff Palermo. Freezing rain, sleet, and snow are all in the forecast on Sunday and Monday. C.S. Ross with the National Weather Service says Shreveport, Monroe, and Alexandria could see several inches of snow. He says high temperatures will stay below freezing that day for those cities, and dangerous wind chills are also expected Monday and Tuesday. With the wind blowing, that would result in wind chill temperatures near zero or perhaps even a wee bit below zero. Pelican Waste has set up a GoFundMe for the two sanitation workers who spotted a car from an Amber Alert earlier this week in St. Martin Parish and helped rescue a kidnapped 10-year-old. The fund has raised over $4,500 for Dion Merrick and Brandon Antoine, and Pelican spokesperson Monica Camille says they deserve it. We've been having, obviously, an outpour from the community and the country, really, and a lot of people have been interested in how to donate to them, to give back to them for their heroic acts. LRN. This is Trace Atkins for the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation. Growing up in Sarepta, I could see the value of agriculture every time I left the house. Whether it was timber going to the paper mill or cattle in a pasture, I knew the farmers, ranchers, and landowners were keeping my hometown on the map. And the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation helps keep them in business. So join the Farm Bureau today. Become a member at lafarmbureau.org or call your parish Farm Bureau office. The Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of Louisiana agriculture. Tiger Red. Tiger Red. Here we go, here we go. Are you ready for football? You're 
here at Tiger Rack, we know this is the most anticipated football season since last football season. You want fluff, eat a marshmallow. I like the taste. But if you want the dirt, Tiger Rack's got the shovel. The only way to get more info on LSU sports is by wiretapping a coach. Tiger Rack Magazine. On newsstands today and online at TigerRack.com. AOS Interior Environments are the largest design assist furniture, fixtures, and equipment contractor in Louisiana and Mississippi. AOS Interior Environments believe they can't succeed if those around them falter. That's why they've partnered with Bougainvillea Productions and Soul Project NOLA for Fridays from the Funky Uncle. Fridays from the Funky Uncle is a free webcast live from the one-of-a-kind Mardi Gras float, The Funky Uncle Lounge, that features New Orleans musicians playing live music to raise money for the entertainment community of New Orleans that have been impacted by COVID-19. The best part is you can join in the funky fun time by simply going to www.thefunkyuncle.live every Friday night at 7 p.m. Coming to the Funky Uncle Lounge, February 12th is the Funky Uncle All-Stars and February 19th, Mark Stone. For more info on how you can support Fridays from the Funky Uncle, go to thefunkyuncle.live. AOS Interior Environments, where good design is good business. Find them on the web at thinkaos.com. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings, and lots of things are seldom what they seem. Yes, indeedy. I want to mention that uh, it is an anniversary. And the anniversary is for our radio station, WGSO. It's their 75th anniversary. Happy anniversary to them. 2021, there is much to celebrate for WGSO. Not only are they celebrating 75 years of being on the air, but also a new IRS approval to become an official 501c3 nonprofit organization. Which means if you would like to donate to their new 75 for 75 campaign that will be going on all year, all you have to do is go to their brand new beautiful website that Ron was just referencing, WGSO.com. There will be a button there that says donate. If you click it, it is tax deductible. Please Hmm. support WGSO, your community voice of the Crescent City, the only owned and operated locally radio station in New it's Orleans. It's the only radio station? The I, only locally owned and operated radio station. Everything else is corporate. WGSO is not. And that's why they have the 75 for 75 campaign so that they can make some improvements to equipment to bring you fabulous shows like this one. 5569696 is the number. If you would like to talk to us about food... We just plowed upon us on more. We would like to do that with you. If you had a buffo kind of weekend of eating, and I know some people did because I got all kinds of reports and texts and emails with pictures of food, and um, the, there was more eating done by a lot of you than by us. We did, um, let's see, Friday, did we do anything? I don't think so. It was nasty weather again. So then Saturday we went to, mm, wait, no, we did the, no, Thursday was the day we did that. So Friday, I think we might've just stayed home. We had breakfast at Rieger's, but then we did not have dinner. And then Saturday we went to Impostato Cellars, which is what I started to talk about. 
That place is so good. We had the the which little, one is the little Angelo's Italian mini breads from uh, Impostados. Oh, yeah. Well, there's plenty of them here, uh, and so good. And you so, don't so ever good. seem to ever get away from I it. Absolutely uh, last love night, those. my wife and I did dinner over at Impostados on the North Shore, on the South Shore, no, I should on the say. North Shore. And uh, she loves it there, and I think she likes the one in, in Metairie a little bit less. No, but no, yeah, right. I like the one over the here better. Big deal here. Yeah, well, it's a great looking restaurant. It is a really uh, for nice for restaurant. starters. It's uh, been a and and Impostados uh, family mm -hmm. built the whole thing top to bottom. This was something they actually put their work into it, and then put it out in all the way all the way. Yeah, they had something that was rocking and rolling right by that by that it was time. Good. It's I very the, impressive. Uh, I got the Capri, they call it. It's a white remoulade in a big <clears throat> romaine mm -hmm. lined dish. <laughs> and uh, I got the artichoke soup, which was a little bit gloppy this time. As a matter of fact, yeah. I think it tends to be gloppy, but who cares? It's artichokes. It's cream. It's, it's very ridiculous cream. amounts of Parmesan but cheese. What could be wrong with that? Artichoke and mushrooms. Uh, well, you uh, got mushrooms with your dish. You got spadini. You've well. You've, you've Tom got, had spadini for the first time in a long time. And there's a good uh, variance of uh, different I know you things. You like spadini? Was it good? But yeah, no. It, it, mm -hmm. It's it's very consistently good. I've uh, found that to be true, even though. Over the years, there were a couple of managed, uh, masting uh, pleasant uh -huh. changes and stuff. All of it's gone now. Impostados uh, in what theirs is their real style and their everything else. Mm -hmm. It's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. We love to talk about food, everything restaurant, about cooking, cooking in, cooking out. And whatever's on your mind, if it has made you happy or not so happy, that also uh, works, although not the way we like it. But we anyway, here we are. Coming up at three o'clock. I that know. I'm absolutely delighted. I got uh, to uh, to have Flynn. That's like what I got from her today. Well, we're having and at three o'clock. We are two young people. I think it's two girls. I'm not sure. Two girls? Yes, who are going to be I'm joining ruined. us from the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, which comes to town. I think there are actually several of them, but there's one that's always in town from Mardi Gras. And it's so goody. Yeah, and so I uh, went to... Uh, where did I... I was going somewhere... Um, yes, I was going to Smoking Buddha... Buddha. I was going to try Darren's from, cousin's from India? smoking Buddha at the Abita Trailhead on Sunday, maybe. And I went to go see if they were there, but I was stopped in my tracks by the presence of the Wienermobile. Mm -hmm. It's been many years since you've had the Wienermobile people on. It used to be a regular every year. Going, well, back, we, we going back at least 25, very time. 30 years. We have top, and, top at deficits right now, so we yeah. have to zoom up a little yeah. bit. But go ahead. Yeah. So uh, I was really surprised to see them there, and I called them over to the car. One young lady came over. She was talking, and I was just 
so excited. I asked them if they were busy, uh, and they said, actually, not really too busy. I guess because Mardi Gras is, you know, kind of fake this year. But um, Oh, yeah? They weren't booked. Well, I was born on Mardi Gras, Buster. I know. I know. We've mentioned that a few times. So uh, I asked them if they could call us at 3 o'clock, and they are. They're going to call us at 3 o'clock. We're going to talk to two young ladies, I believe, from the Wienermobile and check in with them. They're not giving yellow whistles anymore the whistles are red so i got two for the grandkids i'm sending it out today but uh there they were and it was wonderful to see them because that's almost the trademark of the show at mardi gras two Ooh, things is that the truth you at gallier hall and the wienermobile people and it's been fun to listen through the years and then somehow or another we had a little interruption and now we want to have them on again three o'clock we will hear from the young ambassadors whose jobs I've always been jealous of. I wish that was around when I was their age, but uh, they have had a great run. I, I want to talk about that program, which I think is a really, really cool thing for a young person to do. Five five six nine six nine six is the number if you want to talk to us. We never did finish National Grits Day. No, Grits we never really got into hominy, it. Which in turn is what's left of a corn kernel. What After, brought you to the to the case here? Almanac, Tom. After the starches have been dissolved away by a lye solution. Bad start for good food, right? As with most foods, some grits are better than others. The best we know are the stone ground grits from a company called Adlud. In an astounding and mutually annihilating clash of stereotypes, Adlud grits are kosher. I've never even heard of those. It doesn't Yellow take grits much are more fun to, to eat that. than white grits, we think. Our standard on grits is that not they not be utterly soft, yet be just barely thick enough to be eaten with a fork. Rubbery grits are anathema, hmm. as are runny grits. You need salt as well as tremendous amounts of butter. You know, I think that grits have really evolved since this was written. And I know that Anson Mills does... Uh, a, a pretty credible job for your basic supermarket grits. But you can certainly get much more highfalutin grits. You know who's doing grits? No, tell I us. He, I think he's doing grits. Who? John Fulce, I think, is John. grinding grits in his mill in, where is that? Outside of Baton Rouge? Well, the old one is at well his, gone. What's it called? Something estate out there. But anyway, he's got like a he's got a distillery. He's got a grist mill and a bunch of other things. But I think he's doing. He's got a smokehouse. He's got a lot of cool outlier buildings there where he does various things. But he does he does grits for somebody big. I'm trying to remember who it was. I said it. I said it last year on the show. If anybody remembers what I said about who he's doing grits for i think i think it's cracker barrel hmm. i think he does the grits for cracker barrel but anyway uh grits can be um basic and honestly i gotta say mm -hmm. basic grits that you can get white grits of the lowest common denominator from the store are are still pretty good grits, like the kind you would get at a southern diner. 
And then you go up the scale. And I tell you what, I don't really like the way grits are going, to be honest with you. You know, I'm glad you said this because in a lot of America, and there are different parts depending on where you are, uh, people are consistently picking uh, dishes, recipes, all these things that you think might turn into something really great. You get to read it. And you sit there and you think, gosh, this is a great program here. And we can take it and put it in the machine and uh, let it swirl around a couple of times. And then we'll get everybody on the on the lathe here. And the next thing you know, we have uh, everybody with some really well yeah. turned out uh, cooking. Well, grits and, are grits And that's are what you have just food. described him. Too much, I think. Uh, and uh, I remember when he first started got, getting around, he uh, lived at that time uh, not far away from where I lived, too. So I was bumping into him every now and, now and then. Yeah. Anyway, um, I've noticed, I'm trying to think of places, I'm usually a little place where they're really doing some gourmet food. I find that grits have yeah. gotten to the point where I don't want to eat them. They're very, very thick. Mm -hmm. They're well. usually ladled with some kind of cheese, and they're not good. Yeah. Has anyone else had that experience? There comes well, uh, to they're be everywhere. something having everywhere. to do with grits, particularly lately, mm -hmm. that I've seen in restaurants where the grits are so over the top they have lost their interesting characteristic, or I should say they're interesting, but you know, with the hand quotes, interesting, meaning not good. And I find that to be the case more lately than ever, which is too bad because grits can be a wonderful thing. Even grits that are cold and then sliced into like Grit cakes, those are delish. All right, five five six nine six nine six. We're just pondering the world of grits. If you have anything to add to that, give us a call. We'll be back after these messages. Basil's Ace Hardware has been the center for your grilling needs for over 15 years. That's when I first got my big green egg, which I use more than ever lately. Fred also has Traeger grills and Weber grills and all the accessories for them. Charcoal and pellets and propane, as well as rubs and grilling utensils. Remember, a great cookout always begins with the right hardware. Basil's Ace Hardware, 4419 Transcontinental Metairie, 888-8588. Keith Young Steakhouse on the North Shore in Madisonville is everything anyone thinks of when a steakhouse comes to mind. The environment is elegant and handsome. The service staff is knowledgeable, attentive, and friendly. And most important, the steaks are superb. The steakhouse sides are also great. Keith Young Steakhouse, 165 Highway 21, Madisonville, 985-845-9940. You make me feel so young. Yes, indeed. Although, I don't know how young you can feel on a gloomy day like today. It is a very gloomy day. Hopefully, you're staying warm. We're, we're pacifying ourselves by talking about our favorite subject, food. Who doesn't? just feel better talking and thinking about food and, well, eating food, too. Uh, we uh, want to mention that Basil's Ace Hardware would love to show you their line of big green eggs, which, as it turns out, amounts to seven. 
seven different versions of big green eggs. I remember the days when we first got ours about 20 years ago. There were two. There was a large and a small. I don't even remember if we have the large or the small. It's pretty big though. But there are so many different kinds now. Traveling ones, ones that you build into a kitchen outside. They have seven different big green eggs. There is definitely one in your price range and that will satisfy your needs. So if you've thought about the big green egg before, think about it again. You can probably find something that suits your needs. Go to Basil's Ace Hardware. Think grilling, hardware. Not hardware, but grilling, basils. Basils, grilling. All your needs for grilling, if you're not looking for a grill, because they've got a lot of good ones, not only big green eggs, but uh, all, the, all the accoutrements for that, you know? Anything you need to make your grilling better. 5569696 is the number. We were talking about grits. And here it is again. Grits. <clears throat> and uh, grits keeps coming again, and we all seem to be proud of it and how much we like it. But I wonder do, and I wonder how. If you have some thoughts about it, uh, would you be so kind as to give us a buzz and we'll look around at different little balls that we're connected grits, with? Tom, would you huh? not agree? I think the pinnacle of grits. The pinnacle the of pinnacle grits. The pinnacle of grits. No, grits is grits. No, they're not just grits. But I'm the pinnacle you. of grits, I think, can be found at Zia. The corn grits at Zia cannot be beat. I'm no. trying to think of any place that I've had grits that if I had that or a plate of Zia grits, I would not instantly choose the Zia grits. Those are, they figured out at Zia how to make grits a gourmet item. And they're hard to beat. Well, we'll they're see really about this by the end of the day is over or the month or whatever it is we're doing. My mom, whose culinary mom? skills I have uh, mocked many times on the show, yeah. Um, had two things that she did with leftovers because in a family of seven children, you don't throw away food. So we had a lot of different iterations of whatever it was that we had eaten the day before. So boiled cabbage became pan sautéed and that was actually the only really good way to eat cabbage to me at that time, at that time. Now I eat it all kinds of ways. But, but we, we had boiled cabbage and then it would be chopped up along with the ham and the potatoes that were in the original dish. And the original potatoes would get a sear on them as would the cabbage. And it was actually really good. So my mom did that not only with cabbage, but she did it with... Um, mashed potatoes which were formed into patties and had a little crusty sear on them but she also did it with grits long before grits cakes were popular or grits fries or grits tater tots or grits tots is what they're called uh long before all that my mom was frying grits if the grits went into the refrigerator and became a solid mass as a cold cereal, they would get sliced into like a round patty again and fried. And my mom, my mom was pretty avant-garde. I don't give her a lot of credit. 
because I'm busy focusing on her Vienna sausages, but I remember having fried grit cakes long before any fancy restaurant. Far out in it. the desert of Texas. That's my vote. Who would have known that someone who ate potted meat one day would also be eating grit cakes? What, Tom? I, if you were looking around for what other we can do and show off with uh, what our current pizzing here, and uh, talking about uh, a one we weigh with uh, our guys on the on the grill. So, what do we like here anyway? We like I, we I, like I, grits, but a not hominy. Hominy is the edible dictionary word of the day today. Brought to you by Dorignax, one of the top. 20 regional supermarkets of all time. It, it is Food that. Food & Wine Magazine said that, but they said that because all of Dorignac's customers, which would include pretty much everyone in New Orleans, told Food & Wine about Dorignac's. And they are a the terrific place for an ad. word today is hominy, which is dried corn kernels treated with a mild lye solution to remove the hulls and germ to avoid sprouting. The name comes from a Native American language, logically enough, since they are the ones who developed the process, using hot water and ash to do the job. Sometimes if you think about the way food is processed, you don't really want to eat it. So I, I choose not to think about it. When ground, hominy becomes the familiar grits eaten with breakfast in the South. You can buy whole hominy kernels canned or in bags, but it's not much eaten in that form. One dish in which whole hominy is essential is the Southwestern American stew called pozole, very familiar in New Mexico. Yeah, I don't like hominy. Maybe that's where I had it, because I think I've seen it here at some fancier restaurants. I want to I want to say I got it at Zazu at some point, but I could be wrong. At where? Zazu. Dazu? Z A S U in the old 127 on Carrollton Sue Zamanic's place. Right. I think I think that might have been where it was. I don't remember exactly, but that seems like a place where you would see something like that. But Hominy is not something I'm partial to, and it's 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 very fancy grits. Right, it might have been in New Mexico where I saw it. That's why the more likely it? What? Why that? We were talking about because we're talking about grits today's National Grits, grits Day, with, and hominy is your edible is grits. Word it's of the day. A, another uh, well, it's take sort of like grits as, in the raw, isn't it? It's like it's oh, like let, let's hope not. It's, Believe me, you'll really give up on that as fast as you can. Yeah, quickly. I, I don't. Uh, I don't care for it very yeah. much. Tom, your words to drink by today are from Gerard Depardieu. Uh, there is um, uh, something you can do without uh, those. What you eat and drink is 50% of life. Oh, you're going That's probably there. probably true, actually. Did, what, in so our I'm, case, I'm, maybe even more than that. I misunderstood you. Are you going to? Life. Are we going where, Tom? I'm not going anywhere. Into a, I'm not going anywhere because it's cold outside. Austin is what I heard, but I might not have heard yeah, really well. Yeah, I don't think well. you heard that right. No, we did Your that? Your words to eat by today come from Earl Henry Red Blake, a football coach born today in 1897. And those <laughs> words are, you don't develop good teeth by eating mush. <laughs> well, that would, but take it up. I don't think your teeth are developed in any way by what you eat. 
but they can certainly be a real problem for you if you're trying to eat something and they're not what they ought to be. That's for sure. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. At three o'clock, we have two guests. Tell us. Yes. Um, so we have two young ladies. One is Chloe. Chloe. Yes. Uh huh. Chloe. That's a lovely and name. And the other one is Barb, and they are um, they are hot. That's that's their hot dogger names. Barb is barbecue, and. Chloe is Cold Cuts, and they are here in town with the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. And you know what I learned over the weekend? Talking <laughs> Do I to want her? to know this? Yes, because it's really okay. kind of interesting. Just I don't I'd know check. if I was the only one who didn't know this, but somewhere around 2019, but, Kraft uh-huh. and Heinz merged to become Kraft Heinz. Mm -hmm. I did not know that. Did anybody else know that? How could I have missed that big detail? I mean, that's like half of the world, it's like half of the American food processing companies are now together into one gigantic, even bigger conglomerate. Uh, It it is more interested by uh, restaurant additions to their menus by adding already completely finished all need to do is warm it up or heat it up and then you send it out a lot of people have not the tiniest idea that that's what went on in their restaurants they're not bad Mm -hmm. but it's different and it seems as if it had come off of a different uh del planet yeah for sure uh so every time i open up a menu and i see a lot of that as i did over the weekend Mm -hmm. uh i'm just astonished by how much work we used to have to bring it but since we do it ourselves and now uh, anyway we keep doing it what'd you say I'm just astonished, generally speaking. You know, your almanac today, which was not written this year, has snow in the title. So at some point, and I don't know how long ago, it's uh, a there lunch. It was, was another uh, very cold February fifteenth, as it is right now. So what I wanted to know when I found that out about Kraft and Heinz merging, <clears throat> my first thought no one was, has merged on the food show. Just in case you mistake, thought was. How did they determine from these two mega companies, how did they determine who got first billing there? Why is it not Heinz Craft? Which I actually think sounds smoother, Heinz Craft, rather than Kraft Heinz. Hmm. Yeah, I think they I think Heinz Craft would have what, been a uh, better choice. Which meal do you profit it with? I don't know. Five five six nine six nine six. The old kitchen sage says. Speaking of things like craft, so they're very close. In general, ground beef is a cheap, fatty mess. In particular, a hamburger is pretty good. I would Uh, say so. And both of those mm -hmm. products actually would work very well on a hamburger. Some ketchup and some cheese. Five five six nine yeah. six nine six is the number. It's too late to call for this hour, but we yeah, would love for you to call us next hour if you have a question or a comment for the young ladies who are gonna call us from the Oscar Meyer Wiener Mobile. That if you is have true. some burning uh, wiener question. Uh-huh. They can and here comes out it. now. 
because they're here for Mardi Gras and they're going to be with us on the show for they're the next, gonna. you know, I don't know how long. And they're, certainly when they do, a, we will be per- yes. performing the at food show at right now. They will be calling in. And we have at much more, mm-hmm. much more to keep more yes. before at you. Three, Stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. At 3.30... We are going to be talking to those. Uh, well, Brian Diaz here, host of the NOLA Drink Show. Join us every Friday from 7 to 8 p.m. right here on WGSO, 990 a.m., New Orleans, Louisiana. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Nearly 160 million people across the country are facing dangerous winter weather. States of emergency have been declared in the South with nearly 2 million people out of power in Texas. Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott saying, The severity of the cold weather that is about to be experienced here in the coming days is unprecedented. This semi-driver reminding everyone on ABC News. Every time you take that key and you start it up, you take your life in your own hands and you take the public's life in their hands. The White House is calling on China to make available data from the earliest days of the COVID-19 outbreak, saying it has deep concerns about the way the findings of the World Health Organization's COVID-19 report were communicated. China refusing to give raw data on early COVID-19 cases to the WHO team that was probing the origins of the pandemic. USA Radio News. The stress levels of Americans may be at an all-time high. From education to business to basic needs to politics, the 2020 pandemic-related stressors are pushing many of us to near breaking point. That's why you should consider the stress and pain-relieving products from sunny-bay.com. Like our lavender neck wraps and pads infused with premium Washington lavender buds. They relieve tension and relax with a soothing scent of lavender. And lifestyle expert Jennifer Bonner recommends products from Sunny Bay. Sunny Bay's hands-free neck wrap should be your go-to pain relief solution. Give gifts to family and friends that relieve stress and pain. Give love and care by giving the best. Give pillows, neck wraps, and body wraps from sunny-bay.com, a Biomed DB design company. Just click sunny-bay.com. That's sunny-bay.com. The CDC is continuing to issue guidance regarding children returning to the classrooms. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky reiterates science reveals reopening schools without all teachers being vaccinated from COVID-19 is okay. Through additional mitigation strategies such as teacher vaccination, the teachers are prioritized. But from a scientific standpoint, we know that it's possible to reopen schools safely without all of the teachers being vaccinated. Representative Dr. Brad Wenstrup, the Republican from Ohio, says on Fox News his schools have been open since August without any repercussions. And we need to look at the big picture. We're not really looking at risk versus benefit and a lot of kids are suffering. An entire generation of kids are going to suffer greatly and the country will suffer from that as well. From the West Coast, USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. Enrollment in Obamacare reopens today. The Department of Health and Human Services is reopening insurance enrollment on healthcare.gov. USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-215-5141. 
That's 800-215-5141. The first race of the 2021 NASCAR season was plagued by a rain delay that lasted more than five hours and bookended my two large crashes. The Daytona 500 was only 15 laps old when a 16-car wreck brought out the yellow flag, minutes before lightning brought out the red. Racing finally resumed around 9 o'clock Sunday night. On the final lap, teammates Brad Kozlowski and Joey Logano collided, causing a train reaction crash behind them. Michael McDowell was able to avoid the wreck and slide to the front to collect his first career NASCAR Cup Series victory. Cold and wet the rest of the day, tapering off that precipitation chance and some freezing rain accumulating in areas, especially to the north and west. Hard freeze tonight will break and shatter record lows. Teens and 20s for the overnight lows from the lowest to the relatively mildest will be under some cold wind chill factors, single digits and teens tonight. With the precipitation moving on, the clouds linger a bit, but gradually clearing through the day tomorrow. It'll become sunny, pretty cold Mardi Gras day in a number of years. The highs tomorrow only in the 30s, wind chills in the 20s. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. At Social Security, we are always thinking of ways to save you time and make things easier. That's why we created My Social Security. A My Social Security account allows you to access your earnings history and benefits information, request a replacement Social Security card, get a proof of income letter, estimate and apply for benefits, and more. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. Here we are. Hi. It's always fun to be here at the food show. It really is for me. Always has been. When I first started doing radio shows back in, you're not going to believe this, when, uh, let's see. 1895. 1890. That was just the first part. Anyway, some kind of way we uh, have kept this sucker going for about... uh, 33 uh, years. 35 years. 33 years. And uh, I thank uh, for that uh, all of the people, not only who become customers of ours and regular customers, but also uh, good friends. Uh, the community. And, uh, we have we have some guests today, Tom. I figured as much, and I was about to dive into it. So here we With are. Two lovely young ladies named Bar B Q. Bar T- and Chloe Cold Cuts, or is it Cold Cuts Chloe? Ah, okay. Cold well, welcome to Chloe. the food show, Barney. Cold Cuts Chloe. All right, these two young Thank ladies you. are. They are visiting us. Welcome to the show. Welcome to frosty New Orleans. I apologize. Sometimes it's 70 degrees outside at this time of year. Oh, we'll take it. I'm from Chicago and the Wienermobile's from uh, Madison, Wisconsin. So we Uh, are ready for any weather. (laughs) Okay. Are you both from uh, Chicago? I'm from Dallas, Texas, so I'm accustomed to warmer weather, so this is a bit of a shock for me as well. Do you know it's minus nine in Dallas right now? I do know that. Yes, my parents are there. They've been giving me updates on the unseasonably cold uh, (laughs) February that they're having. Yeah. Is it it snowing there? Yes. Yeah, there is snow on the ground. Wow. Yeah, they are are marveling. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> yeah. Are you, what, does one of you drive the, the Wienermobile? Do you take turns driving the Wienermobile? We both drive it together. Our official name is Hot Doggers. And basically, 
We run a PR firm on wheels and drive the hot dog highways every day, driving miles and smiles to people. So it must be a real bear to drive that wienermobile in weather that's bad. Um, certainly an intimidating thought, but they train us well at Hot Dog High. We have a two-week training program dedicated to learning how the ins and outs of the vehicle, how to drive safely, how to follow the rules of the road and stay vigilant. Um, so we are prepared for any sort of weather. Okay, that's good. All right, I've been fascinated. Tom has been doing this show for 33 years. I've been doing it two years with him. And um, I've been never really listened to the interview because this is a long-standing tradition of the Wienermobile ambassadors on the food show at Mardi Gras time. And we had a few, a lapse of a few years. So I was glad I ran into you at the Mandeville, I mean, at the uh, Abita Trailhead over the weekend. Yeah, we were yeah it's not stopping, is it? On the show. So tell us about how you're chosen and what your job description actually is and how long your tenure is as a hot dogger and what, you know, what does that set you up for? I mean, what are the most of the people that do that? Why do they do it? Obviously, it's a fun thing to do, but it's also really good for a future career, isn't it? Absolutely. So every year, Oscar Mayer hires 12 recent college graduates out of a pool of thousands. Um, I think our year when we applied, we were up against 3,000 people. Um, so they selected um, these college graduates. And yeah, basically you act as a brand ambassador um, and bodyguard to a celebrity. Uh, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile <laughs> is pretty crazy. Drive around every day, learn a lot of skills in marketing and PR um, and you know, above all, you get lifelong memories and an adventure that you'll treasure for the rest of your life. Absolutely. We oh, meet absolutely. incredible people in every city we go to and go to awesome events. Um, it's been a lifelong dream for many kids and to grow up to be the lucky dog that gets to drive this American icon is truly a dream come true. Yeah, I would imagine so. How old is the Wienermobile? I mean, obviously... It's not, you know, the one you're driving is not, you know, I mean, it's like a probably just a regular car in terms of its lifespan. But how old was the first Wienermobile rolled out? Absolutely. Um, it's the first Wienermobile debuted during the Great Depression in 1936 by Oscar Mayer's nephew, Carl Mayer. He decided that all of the Oscar Mayer family and Local people of Chicago needed a little extra smile during a tough time, and so he debuted it then. It has grown a little over the years. It started out at 13 feet long, and today it's a 27-foot-long hot dog on wheels. Chloe and I drive the 2017 model named Yummy. Oh, man. That must be, I mean, I, I driving's my jam, and I'm pretty good at it, and I just can't imagine trying to park that thing. I mean, you you got to be you got to be ready to drive like a tractor trailer after that. There were always people who need uh, to dispense more of their food. Yes, for sure, for sure. So do keep you, looking. Uh, yeah. So you was it really intimidating the first time you actually got behind the wheel? 
certainly um, a very unique experience. You're high up, you have big windows, you know you're in this long vehicle, and you do have to learn new techniques of how to drive to make sure that you're watching, you know, the back end of the vehicle um, and being super safe. Um, but now, you know, driving the vehicle every day, it's second nature. Um, you really do get used to it, and it's got a turning radius that's better than most regular cars. So it's, right? it's, a, it's a nice ride. <laughs> Do you ever, is anyone ever allowed to ride in it with you? In a typical year, we would be giving out more rides, but right now we're following all CDC guidelines and just being extra careful to make sure that all of our consumers are staying safe and healthy. But um, yeah, definitely. We've got six seats, um, all ketchup and mustard colored, each with their very own meat belts and it is a real blast to drive people around in it. <laughs> That's too bad. I would love to. I would love to have a ride in that thing at some point. So, um, what is your start date and end date, and where does Mardi Gras fall into your year of ambassadorship? We start the first week of June and end the first week of June. Um, okay. So it is a one-year job, and then unfortunately, you can never drive the Wienermobile again. Um, so well, right that must be kind of heartbreaking over. when it's over. It mm. is, yes, yeah. We talk about it all the time. You know, you really have to, to savor every moment in the vehicle because you'll never have a job like this again where your whole your whole job yeah. description is just to make people smile. Um, yeah. But we're about halfway through right now. And it's it's so easy to do when you've got when you're driving the Wienermobile. I mean, people just automatically smile at the actual visual of the Wienermobile. I mean, I know, I know when I turned and I saw it. Oh, the Wienermobile is here! All right. So, um, where have you? Do you, does each? How many of them are there? How many Wienermobiles are on the road? There are six of them on the road, so there are twelve of us hot doggers, and okay. each Wienermobile is kind of divided into a very loose region of the United States. Okay, that's what I figured. And what is your region in Compass? So we're the southern region of the United States and it is flexible, but basically we're handling uh, Oklahoma, Texas, New Mexico, Louisiana, Mississippi. Those are kind of the big ones that we're hitting. And are, is there like a, a list of festivals in each region that are absolutely, you know, grandfathered into your schedule we or is it kind of flexible some, we do have some things that we try to go to every year because of our loyal following that we have at those types of events but we are also open to any size events this year we've been doing a lot of birthday drive-bys anniversaries hospital thank you to our health care workers and you can request those online if you oh my goodness! The Wienermobile, and it's no all kidding. Is it? Uh, is there a charge for that? I mean, it, or do you just like if if you manage to get in and there's an open time slot, you can get it? We try to fulfill as many as possible. Um, it is hard because we do get a large quantity of requests every day. In fact, but <laughs> it is always free to see the Wienermobile. Oh, my goodness. I had no idea you could do that. Okay, we have a hard break right now, so I'm going to ask you hot doggers to hold on for a few minutes. Uh, can you stay with us till like, 3.30? Yes, absolutely. Do you have any pressing hot dog engagements between now and then? Nope. We cleared the schedule. We are so honored to relish this time with you. Okay, good. We'll, we'll be back with Chloe 
Cold Cuts and Barbecue from the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile in town for Mardi Gras. Stay with us. I've loved the Maple Street Cafe from the first time I walked into the place. Jamil Kutob turns out well-executed dishes that hint of the Mediterranean, but with a real New Orleans spirit. The grilled fish here is particularly excellent, but I have never had anything I didn't love. Call 314-9003 for their daily specials, which are exceptionally good and an exceptional value. Maple Street Cafe, 7623 Maple Street, Uptown. The New Orleans Ice Cream Company offers a true taste of New Orleans in every bite. This is ultra-premium ice cream whose flavors are inspired by everything we love to eat in New Orleans. Twelve specialty flavors like Café Olay and Beignets, Bananas Foster, Creole Cream Cheese, Punchatula Strawberry, Coffee and Chicory, and Chocolate City. Remember that? Don't miss the po'boy ice cream sandwich, New Orleans Ice Cream, at stores all around town. See all our products at NewOrleansIceCream.com. One of my all-time favorite restaurants is the legendary Pascal's Manali. It's now open for lunch Wednesday through Friday with happy hour specials in the dining room every day. Tuesdays, enjoy two-for-one appetizers and Hans's vodka martinis. Wednesday and Thursdays, wine and beer specials. Friday's lunch martinis are $5. Say hello to my friend Thomas at that great oyster bar when you go to Pascal's Manali, 1838 Napoleon Avenue. Reservations are recommended. Call 895-4877. I get misty just holding your hand. Yes, indeed. We are back with two young ladies who are charming ambassadors of the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile and the company now known as Kraft Heinz, of which the Oscar Mayer brand is uh, under the umbrella. If, you, if, if people wanted to call and ask you a question, I mean, if you've ever wanted to know anything about the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile or being a brand ambassador for Oscar Mayer, would you take a call if I put that out? And give us the number. It's, it's okay. All right. Anybody six. who's been wanting, if you have a burning question when you see the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, here is your chance to get it answered immediately by either Chloe Cold Cuts or Barbecue from the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. The number is 5569696. Okay. So was this a dream from the get-go for you two? When did it get in, you know, when did you get it into your mind that this was something you'd like to do? This was what would that my be? Job. I, uh, I saw the Wienermobile in Texas when I was really, really little um, and just absolutely loved it. I met the hot doggers. They were so kind. Um, and then it actually drove up onto my college campus um, my senior year, and I saw it. I was actually having a really, really tough day, um, had gotten some really sad personal news, and was just dreading going to class um, and getting through the day. And then I saw the Wienermobile, and it was just that – little moment of joy i was just able to smile a little bit and it just confirmed that this is what i wanted to do for people if i could have a chance to make them smile with a giant crazy hot dog on wheels i'd love to do that <laughs> okay so now was that was that barb or that was chloe huh that was chloe yeah and okay this is barbecue and i also i grew up in the midwest and remember everyone talking about the wiener mobile I like to say that my dad is the biggest Oscar Mayer fan that I know. We grew up with a dog named Oscar. So I had always known about this American icon. And then my senior year of college, I was kind of unsure what I wanted to do. And I studied communication and marketing. And 
actually read this amazing book called First Jobs and read this story of this old hot dogger um, who I've actually gotten to connect with. Who She's really changed my life, but she, her little story in the book made me know exactly that is what I want to do. I'm throwing my hat in the ring, and luckily, Chloe and I both cut the mustard to be class 33. <laughs> okay, so it just quickly, what is the procedure for this? Do you just go online to um, Oscar Mayer or Kraft Heinz or what? To apply? Or to request yeah. the Wienermobile? No, no, no. To If there is a young person listening or the parent of a young person listening who would be perfect as a brand ambassador, how do they go about this? So Oscar Mayer um, puts out a press release every January um, calling for applications. So applications are accepted online every single January, so always be on the lookout for those. Um, in addition... Um, the Wienermobile does visit certain um, universities. Mm, okay. So they actually recruit at universities. Yes. But if okay. you have Do any I burning questions as a young future potential hot dogger, you can always reach out to Cold Cuts Chloe and I on our social media. Um, my Instagram is at Dog Days with Barbecue. And my Instagram is at Cold Cuts Chloe. And we'd be happy to <laughs> chat with you. Okay, that sounds great. I want you to text me that um, after the show, and I will keep putting that out. And uh, and okay. I, I think that you may you know get people who are interested in that. Okay, so when you are selected, how long is the process? Is what's involved? You do an application. I would assume you do an essay, which I would have picked. I guess Barb. I'm trying to remember which one of you gave me that story, but. Um, the the one where you met an older person and that uh, well actually no oh, the one was, yes, is that, that Barb, Barb Barb you're the one with the the dad who's the Oscar Mayer fan yeah I would have picked am. that yeah I would have picked that one for sure that's a great story <laughs> thank you so okay See, so um, you have an essay I would imagine huh yeah so you start out by sending in a cover letter and a resume just like any old job and. Um, you kind of go through a series of interviews, and it's a very, for a very fun job and out there job that is an adventure of a lifetime. It is a pretty practical interview setup, which mm -hmm. surprises most people. But yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Okay, so when you get chosen, uh, how long is it from from application to selection? Is this a quick period or months? It's a couple months. I remember I sent mine in pretty eagerly on the earlier side of applicants for sure. And I think the day that I was found out and was able to tell it to my family was probably around Easter weekend. Well, your dad must have just expired with delight, huh? Oh, of course. We got to, I got to bring it home and park the American icon right in my driveway. And he's working from home, so he was just thrilled. <laughs> That's great. That's a great story. Okay, so um, when you get chosen, are you automatically assigned to a, a, a Wienermobile and a region, or do you have any input into that at all? Um, we do have input into um, the regions that we would like to go in. So we do kind of 
talk to our bosses about where we'd like to go in the Wienermobile, um, and they definitely take that into account. Um, but you do learn pretty quickly that it really doesn't matter where you go uh, in the United States. Absolutely everywhere has amazing people, amazing sites, yeah. um, and food and fun, and just an adventure. Spoken like a true ambassador, I have to say. Kudos to you for that. So when you all are in a place, first of all, how long are you usually there? Because I think you spend usually a few days here for Mardi Gras. I don't know. Are the other ones that brief or that long? I mean, what is the average time that you spend in a place? And where do you stay? Do you sleep in the Wienermobile? We do not sleep in the Wienermobile. We like to tell folks that it's not a weenie bago. Um, but we roll up to a city just about every week. And in terms of region, we actually are in two regions. So the first half you have one partner and I was in the Midwest and Chloe was, where were you, Chloe? I was in the East. And then you switch partners and get a new region in the second half. So you really do cover a lot of the the hot dog highways. So what other regions have each of you been in? I was in the Midwest, so I saw about 11 states in the center of America. Okay. And I was in the east, and so traveled everywhere from uh, Detroit and Tennessee all the way up to New Hampshire. So I think it's good that they move you around a lot. That's that's probably makes it even more interesting. What is your favorite story, each of you, that you have taken away so far from your tenor as ambassador this year? That is an excellent question. Oh my gosh, I feel like every single day you meet people with incredible stories. Um, One of my favorite ones, we were at a farmer's market in Philadelphia and um, this man came up to our event and he was holding this big thing and I, I could not tell what it was. And he comes up and talks to us And he flips it around, and it's a picture he had taken out the side of his car in El Paso, Texas. It was of the Wienermobile. And to see his face just light up when he was talking about this, he didn't even get to stop or talk to the drivers. But just seeing it, I mean, he had it framed with stickers. Oh, my goodness, really? Yes, and wanted to bring it to us and and talk to us about his experience. Um, Just seeing the joy on his face is something I'll remember forever. It is really... it's really great that you are getting to experience this really iconic thing. I mean, I had no idea. I mean, I like the Wienermobile, but I would never in a million years be that into it. Like, that's really it, something. It would, it it would must, be a new really girl, for sure. It a lot to hear that. It's a... It's yeah. a yeah, uh, and I, I pick that up, and I take a look, and I say, "No, this has got to be a beautiful lady and a good sense of." I didn't sense. see Chloe, but I saw Barb, and yes, she is Tom. All right, so I, I forget which one answered that first. So I'm sorry to interrupt. So who's the who's no, the other good. one? That was okay. Chloe. And, okay. Um, I would say also like it has to be a story with an incredible Frank Frank addict. Um, <laughs> Wait, so you have a name for these people, Frank Addicts? (laughs) Oh, yes. Just a couple weeks ago, we had a man show us an old developed photo from probably the early 60s. And it was so cool to see the old vehicle that he was standing by. And he actually brought his son to come take his 
graduation pictures in front of the Wiener Mobile. Oh my and goodness! Just to be part of that experience. Um, I've been to weddings with it this year. I've been to really awesome personal events that really left an imprint on my heart. See, I had no idea. I mean, I just, okay, so I see the Wiener Oh, it's the Wienermobile, and that's kind of the end of it. I mean, I had no idea that people got so wrapped up in the Wienermobile like that. Was that a surprise to you when you started this? Well, your dad, I mean, barbecue, your dad's like that. How, how far back does your dad go? Because <laughs> on the one that I got on two different occasions were uh, cost over three digits in the... <laughs> In the I, don't, wish I don't know that I, you're a Frank addict like Barb's dad. Your your dad would qualify as an official Frank addict, wouldn't no, he? he? No, he's arrest. I think he might just. He, um, I remember he tells this story that when he met my mom for the first time and she went to his apartment, that she opened the fridge and there was only Ostermeyer hot dogs in the fridge. And she was cracking up and he'll never live it down. Oh gosh! Did it? Did a little like warning light go off there? <laughs> How long have they been married? <laughs> no, your dad sounds like the perfect Frank addict. I had no idea there was a name for those people. That's cool. That's really cool. I'll bet you have an entire vocabulary of of things that apply to this, huh? Oh yes, you should hear yeah. the way we describe the vehicle. I, w- I wish we we were in front of it right now with y'all because um, we'd show off the bun roof and the meat belt um, <laughs> and the ketchup and mustard floor. It's quite the Lamborghini. Yes, a true hot dog <laughs> hot rod. Where are you all right this minute? Are you still on the North Shore? Because I might come over and look at it if you if you uh, are. Are you on the North Shore still? Yeah, we are driving around, running some errands in the Covington area. Oh, okay. Well, I might I might contact you after. All right, we're gonna. Okay. T- can you stay for a few more minutes after? We have another break at the bottom of the hour, but I have just a few more questions and then I'll let you go. Sure. You're driving. You're actually sure. driving around while you're doing the interview. And the better, we, are, the better. we are currently parked. Oh, okay. Because I was <laughs> I was gonna say, wow, you girls are some kind of talented to do a radio interview and drive <laughs> that gigantic thing. I'd be so impressed. All right, we have barbecue. On the line, uh, she is the uh, daughter of a true um, Frank addict. Frank addict, is that right? True Frank addict, is that yeah, right? You got yes, it. yes. And we have Chloe, who is from Dallas. They are uh, Chloe Coldcut and Barbecue, two hot doggers. We'll be back with them in a few minutes. Five five six nine six nine six. If you would like to ask them a question, they would love to answer it. Louisiana Radio Network. I'm Brooke Thorrington. The National Weather Service in Shreveport says confidence is increasing that the northern half of the state could be hit by two major winter storms next week. Meteorologist C.S. Ross says a mix of wintry precipitation is expected to arrive Sunday morning and the storm system will intensify. We're still sorting out the details through the for the next storm and the storm following it, but we think that there are all three types of precipitation remain possible. 
Pelican Waste has set up a GoFundMe for the two heroic sanitation workers, Dion Merrick and Brandon Antoine, who spotted a car from an Amber Alert earlier this week in St. Martin Parish and helped rescue a kidnapped 10-year-old. The fund has raised close to $5,500 so far. Pelican spokesperson Monica Camille. These are good people, humble guys that would do that for anyone if they had the opportunity. So, yes, I mean, it was surprising that it happened and it's so close to home, but nothing that we wouldn't expect from guys of this caliber. LRN. Football. Here at Tiger Rack, we know this is the most anticipated football season since last football season. You want fluff, eat a marshmallow. I like the taste. But if you want the dirt, Tiger Rack's got the shovel. The only way to get more info on LSU sports is by wiretapping a coach. Tiger Rack Magazine. On newsstands today and online at TigerRack.com. I'm Jim Harper, president of the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation. On our farm in Cheneyville, my brother and I grow sugar cane, soybeans, rice, and crawfish. It's more than a living for us. It's a lifestyle. And the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation is a grassroots organization that stands together to protect that lifestyle. You depend on agriculture, and we depend on you to join us. Visit LAFarmBureau.org, the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of Louisiana agriculture. Over the last 75 years, New Orleans has gone through many changes, and so has WGSO. From our early beginnings in 1946, broadcasting from the Jung Hotel, being home to Papa Stapa in the 1950s, being a music station, talking biz radio to speak in easy New Orleans style, you, our loyal listeners, have been here every step of the way with WGSO. It's now our 75th anniversary and we are so proud to have you here with us to celebrate. So we're going to celebrate all year long to show our gratitude to you and make 2021 our most successful year yet. And we will also continue to bring programs that appeal to people of all backgrounds. So from all of us at WGSO, we want to say thank you for making us the community voice of the Crescent City. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, madam, with you. Hey, yes. come on with that desk. Yes, indeed. We are talking to two adorable little hot doggers. Their names are Chloe Cold Cuts, and you can reach her at, at Cold Cuts Chloe, C H L O E. And if you, these are the Instagrams for these two young ladies. The other one is at Dog Days with Barbecue. And they are two charming hot doggers who are here with the Ask About Our Wiener Mobile. We never did finish the the question of um, what, uh, where you stay. You stay, you just stay in a hotel and, and you park the Wiener Mobile like at the hotel. Yes, uh, actually. So we often see people who are like, oh, were you doing an event at this hotel? But sometimes, uh, yeah, we're just hanging our hat there for the night. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, if That's I'm, pretty wild. I would, I would imagine that you get a lot of attention there parked at a hotel. Go ahead. What time? Come slept over me and straighten me out in this. Uh, but uh, actually, the hotels, the major hotels, of which we have many, mm-hmm. uh, are have, putting themselves right in the middle of business and are doing 
some pretty good business, not as big as that what uh, they yeah. would have liked. You yeah, know, they're at 30%. Is, it's uh, tough, but the, the figures... We really press are on. not all that bad. We press on. Everyone is pressing on. All right. So I would assume that you uh, have sort of PR things to say about Oscar Mayer products and fun facts and things like that. So when you are in your training, which, by the way, how long does your training last? Oh, uh, the training is two weeks. Hot two Dog weeks. High is. Two weeks. Of, and where is Hot Dog High? Uh, in numerous places. Madison, about, Wisconsin. Uh, yeah. Okay. So at in Hot Dog High, I would imagine that you have all kinds of fun facts having to do with Oscar Mayer and uh, just things that help promote the product. And I just am curious as to what those are. Yeah, of course. Oscar Mayer has gone to so many lengths to put a better hot dog in every hand that we now have a... It's called, prepare yourself for this, <laughs> the Wiener Fleet. And it has a drone, a little bicycle, a little Link, which is a Mini Cooper version of the Wiener Mobile that is 13 feet long, just like the original. But Oscar Meyer is just working to give an amazing product and a variety of products to what we like to call our consumers as family. Mm-hmm. Spoken like the daughter of a true Frank addict. That's all I can say. Mm. She's been in training her whole life, I think. Ad. Is that true? Would you rule. say? It's uh, been working for a, a turning of the rule for a gig. So how... It's possible that I've been trained my, for quite some time for this yes, job. Yes, I think so. Are you, are you a singer It's or like a you singer? were born into it. You were absolutely, literally born into it. All right, girls, we're going to let you go because we just have a little bit more left of the show. We have some other stuff that we have to co uh, to cover. But I'm so glad that you called. And um, I want to ask you if, you if you could tell us, like, where you're going next and um, what festivals or anything like that that you have ahead of you after you leave here. And when are you leaving here? We are going to be in the area doing some thank yous, or should I say frank yous, to all the wonderful workers at some nursing homes in the area. So keep an eye out for us while we're in the area for the next week. But then we are headed off to Jackson, Mississippi. Okay. And what's there? What, is there a festival or something? or Just another place on the Hot Dog Highways to drive some, <laughs> some miles of smiles. Barbecue, I have to tell you, if I was one of the people interviewing, I would have hired you in five minutes. Five minutes. Because well, you. you <laughs> I mean, really and truly, it's like this is in your blood. I think you have ketchup we in like your to blood. Say it's in our B O L O DNA. <laughs> God, you girls are cute. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I drive safely. Have a great time while you're here, and I hope to see you. Take care. Barbecue and Chloe Cold Cuts. Thanks for being with us. Appreciate it. What a good steak this last five. Those are the two the girls from the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. Are they gone? Did they leave? They just left. Okay. All right. 
Well, golly, that answers a lot of my questions about the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. I had no idea that there were people as infatuated with it as um, as it sounds. I mean, that's wow is all I can say. I mean, I like it, but wow, you know, that's uh, that's impressive. Wow. Mm-hmm. Five five six nine six nine six. If you want to talk to us, we have a little bit more of the show. We um, did we come. do any? We did our report from uh, from Impostados. We did not do a report from Anadels. Anadels, we went on Valentine's Day. They had a very busy flow of people. A lot of partying going on there. Somebody asked about. Um, the bar. They asked Trish and Greg are the now they are full fledged bed and breakfast owners because it is a bed and breakfast. There's two rooms upstairs. They're stunningly beautiful. And there's a bar there that I think is one of absolutely the sexiest bar in on the North Shore. Hands down, I would say. It's very cozy, very small, intimate. And someone asked about the bar because they go and meet friends at bars on the North Shore. And I was surprised to hear that you could just actually go there for that. And um, it would be something to do for sure. Tom, you know what is in your almanac? Oddly enough, oddly enough, since we were just talking to the hot dog girls, the hot doggers. The hot doggers? Yes. Mustard. mustard or uh, yeah no mustard is in your garlic almanac garlic. which is kind of strange because huh. i don't know where where it it works in sometimes i can never really tell exactly right away where why it's in the headline and i i can't do that right now but mustard it's funny that uh it's a little um strange coincidence that mustard would be in your almanac today when we just finished talking to the hot the hot dog girls. Five five six nine six nine six shrimp and grits is also in the almanac, and um, I think it's. I, I'm trying to figure out is is shrimp and grits, which is not typically a New Orleans dish. That's a southern Nor dish. Nor is it grits. Well, no, it's grits, but it's a southern dish more than a New Orleans dish. But like crab cakes, which came from Maryland, we now have incorporated crab cakes into our menu lexicon, really. I mean, you see shrimp and grits and crab cakes on just about every menu. And I like shrimp and grits, especially if it's barbecue shrimp. But um, I don't necessarily like really big shrimp well actually at all period if you have to cut a a shrimp with a knife and fork in my mind that's too big of a shrimp but i do like it i do like shrimp and grits as a meal you also see a lot of grits in breakfast bowls I almost got the grits and roast beef breakfast bowl at Rieger's on the trace the other day there's a pork and grits breakfast bowl at Larder where the grits are among those kinds of grits that I don't really like. But um, it's a really kind of common thing now to see a grits bowl as part of a, a breakfast menu pretty much 
anywhere, especially in hipper places. Today is the birthday in 1851 of philosopher Alfred North Whitehead. One of his quotations rings true. We think in generalities, but we live in detail. This is kind of a deep thing, Tom. Yeah. That is why most restaurateurs don't understand their customers and vice versa. Restaurateurs deal in generalities, getting the big job done for the greatest number of people. But the big picture is lost on most restaurant customers. They observe, praise, and complain about small details. The most common complaint we hear from restaurant patrons is that they couldn't get their water, tea, coffee, or cocktail refilled when they wanted it. That's a small issue, but if a restaurant doesn't get that right, it causes more upset among customers than serving of frozen fish does. I've heard you say that, Tom, for 33 years, that the biggest complaint... What was that? A biggest complaint that a diner has is that they can't get their water or tea or whatever refilled. Oh. And I never think about it in those terms, but I guess if I did, I, I would agree with that. But I don't ever really think about. I don't really. I don't know. I guess I just don't pay that much attention. Well, not everybody is paying attention to stinkies. Well, actually, I do. I do like my iced tea refilled. I, I do, but I don't know that I would get really upset if I didn't get it filled. But maybe you have. Maybe mine. I would. Anyway, five five six nine six nine six is the number. If you want to talk to us, we would love to talk to you. We talk about food. That's it. And we'll be here doing it for the next 15 minutes. So give us a call after this break. Hello, this is David Jeremiah. Join me each weekday morning at 5.30 or 6.30 for Turning Point here on Talk Radio 990 AM. Right down the highway from the excellent Keith Young Steakhouse is Five Girls. And the food is very good casual fare. Here is a fantastic club sandwich with homemade potato chips, a great Cuban, good salads, and the best red beans and rice we have ever had. Poor boys, hamburgers, and terrific fried seafood. Five Girls, 305 Highway 21 in Madisonville. 985-845-2348. Parish Coffee is a small batch, handcrafted blend of carefully selected Central and South American beans, skillfully roasted to produce a coffee that is aromatic when you open the bag, robust when it's brewed, and very smooth and mellow when you drink it. This is a coffee that will take you through the day, a gourmet roast without the gourmet price. Pick up a bag where you shop or go to parishcoffee.com and see the full line. Parish Coffee. Hashtag wake up to parish. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings and lots of things are never what they seem. First of all, I want to mention a few things before we go back to the show. Pascal's Manali is open tomorrow. Yes. Well, I mean, let's let's say check at the website or check by calling because of the weather. But they have been planned to be open for the first time for Mardi Gras in many, many years. They're open from 2 to 9. But if you have a reservation, check and see. Because I just don't know. I'm, I, I feel like uh, 
people go a little bit off the rails with the, the weather and things are closed all over the place. So we're going to have to check both the Crescent City and Pascal's Manali because uh, we're planning to go to both of those places tomorrow, assuming we leave the North Shore if the weather, the bridge is open. Uh, let's see. Norjo Imports. Norjo Imports. If you have not been, you are overdue to go. Norjo Imports is a charming little emporium, kind of like the one you would find on a back street in Rome. It has imports of all kinds from Italy, pasta that you would see only in Italy. It's a dried pasta, various kinds. They have terrific olive oils from Italy, the kind that will make your Italian cooking what it ought to be. Dried figs from the slopes of Tuscany. They have uh, all kinds of eclectic items. They have uh, artichoke hearts with the stems on them that are really unique, the best of their lot and also imported from Italy. They have Italian wines. They have all kinds of really unusual items in do. this very interesting shop. They <laughs> also have the best muffalot on the South Shore. The Lindy sandwich is so delectable. It's little meatballs in a great red sauce with pesto mayo and cheese. In a pressed panini, you cannot stop eating that sandwich. On Fridays, they have their pasta wheel. And they are getting big into takeout food. So go and have some of that. It's it's all kinds of really interesting things at Norjo. Mark, the owner, Mark Steubenville, has a lot of cool ideas. And the place is definitely at its most interesting ever. That's Norjo Imports, 505 Frisco Avenue, where Metairie Road meets the railroad tracks. The phone number is 833-9240. Well. Norjo Imports. And we have uh, just about 10 or 15 minutes left of the show, so if you'd like to call us, we would love to talk to you. Today is the birthday of St. Louis, Missouri, founded in 1764. Miss Missouri, as they call it. What's that? Missouri, as they like Missouri, it. yeah. There are two famous dishes that come from there, and both of them bear the city's name. The first is St. Louis-style barbecue ribs. I'm trying to think if I prefer those to baby back. I think I do. St. Louis-style ribs to baby back ribs. There's a lot more meat on a St. Louis rib, and I think that, generally speaking, barbecue restaurants are going more to St. Louis as the standard bearer of barbecue ribs instead of baby back ribs. As a matter of fact, in thinking about places that have barbecue ribs, I don't know that I can think of one that does the baby back anymore. I think it's been replaced by St. Louis. I don't know if Houston still does their... Um, yeah. Their baby backs. Because the they used to have like a half a rack of baby back ribs. They did all that, uh, that orchestrated uh, singing where one of, they would my tile with one another. They were, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, <clears throat> on the other side of the same piece of glass or whatever it was, they, they could Do just... you like the St. Louis style ribs, uh, Tom, better than the baby back? Oh, much more. Yeah. Than... Well, there's a lot more meat on them. I thought you didn't like St. Louis style ribs. I thought you always poo pooed those. 
I thought you were always like a baby back ribs kind of guy. But I think that the bottom line is that there's just more meat on a St. Louis rib and you have a better value there. So that's, that's where most, I know that the joint serves the St. Louis style ribs and most every other barbecue place in town. Certainly not the chains, but absolutely the mom and pops or the independence, I yeah, should say. That's, that's a drag. No, St. Louis barbecue people style. Who love them, they love them. And that's that. Yeah. St. Louis ribs are the big spare ribs cut from down low on the pig. Some barbecue connoisseurs consider them the best cut of ribs. Yep, Less well-known out of St. Louis is an ice cream concoction called a St. Louis concrete. It's a shake made so thick that if you turn the cup upside down, it won't come out. The classic is made with frozen custard. You know what we should have called? No. Or maybe maybe I can, I can get him to call us in the last five minutes of the show. But Scott Craig... Ron, if you are listening, uh, text Scott Craig and tell him to call us in the last five minutes of the show because Scott Craig, speaking of ambassadors, Scott Craig grew up in New Orleans and he is the proprietor of Katie's and Francesca's by Katie's and also Bienvenue out in Jefferson. But Scott, about, I don't know, 12, maybe 13 years ago, married a woman from St. Louis and is probably the biggest ambassador for St. Louis that I, certainly that I know, um, and I'm sure that he probably is a better ambassador than people who are official ambassadors for St. Louis, but he is absolutely crazy about all things St. Louis. I think there's a soft drink soft drink that he has in Francesca's. He uses a particular kind of cheese on everything he does, which is called Provel. And for some reason, he uses that in place of absolutely anything. And just in general, he is highly enthusiastic about St. Louis. So if Ron was listening and could contact him, I would do it myself, except I don't have... Uh, his contact info at the touch. If I had a break, I would I would contact him. But anyway, he would be fun to talk to about his, I won't say favorite city because he can't say that, but certainly a favorite city of his. Scott Craig, if you're listening or if anybody is listening that knows Scott Craig, text him and ask, us, ask him to call us, 556-9696. We can let him rhapsodize a little bit about St. Louis on St. Louis's birthday. In your food through history today, Tom, one of the most important advances in farming history was the invention of the mechanical reaper. It made the vast acreage of grain in the Midwest and prairie states, as well as in other grain-growing areas of the world, a breadbasket of incomparable richness. The reaper was invented by Cyrus McCormick, who was born today in 1809. His company evolved into International Harvester, which is still around. Benjamin Franklin ran an ad in Philadelphia today in 1758 for mustard. Oh, here's where mustard came in, which he ground and packed in glass bottles. It was the first mustard in America. 
Franklin, a gastronome of the highest order, as well as an entrepreneur and also a signer of the Declaration, uh, had come to love this stuff on a journey to France. This is the birthday in 37 AD of the Roman Emperor Nero, a real pig, he gave gourmands a bad name. His despicable policies inspired the Book of Revolution. I don't know how you would know that Nero was a, a uh, grotesque glutton, Tom, but um, we'll have to investigate that at some other point. No problem. Yeah, 556 just another five minutes left of the show. If you know of Scott Craig or how to get a hold of him, ask him to call us like right now because we only have a few minutes left of the show. That's we didn't great. talk much about Annadelle and the food that we had there. Usually we go through the menu and what we had. Uh, they have a great creme brulee there. Did you Ooh, like the creme brulee? Spectacularly. They have a really good one. It's night. very pretty. It's very, um, it's very hard it's on the top. Uh, the shell almonds. is hard and very the, creamy inside. The who? It's very creamy. Their creme brulee is very creamy. Creme brulee. Creme brulee. I couldn't think of the word for it. Yes. Uh, Cambucray, this is not a, just a little bit of jelly and, and turnover terms like jello. This is a, in, in, amazingly intensive. It's flavorous. It's shape, the look. This is terrific. And uh, it's in all the usual Osho places, where, which include? What? Um, I think we'll get uh, Monteleon Hotel. Okay, so anyway, um, we had, we started off with um, the oysters with the spinach artichoke dip. Oysters over spinach artichoke, which I thought was good. I thought the, um, I thought the spin dip was a little bit extra gloppy yesterday, which is not bad because there's no way to make uh, spin dip bad, but it was just a little bit, the consistency was a little bit off yeah, yesterday, I thought. That came with little crostini, which were good. Yeah. I got the shrimp remoulade, which was the most unusual iteration of that that I've ever seen. It came, the shrimp were peeled and perched over a little tiny glass like a shrimp cocktail, only they were very small, which was odd because a shrimp cocktail, if you're perching shrimp over a glass, they're usually really big, which is fine. I don't really like super, super big shrimp. These were normal sized shrimp, but it was just an interesting presentation. And then the remoulade was inside the little cup and there was no contact between the remoulade and the shrimp unless you took a shrimp off and dipped it in the remoulade. It was a white remoulade, and it was good. I mean, the remoulade flavor was really good. I just thought it was the most unusual yeah. presentation of shrimp remoulade I'd ever seen. This show has been one of the more unusual and, and yeah, filled with I think that a means lot Tom is of leaving. Yes, it has. Everything, it has. and I thank everyone for being part of that the means show Tom's leaving. for today and if yeah. you want to leave we're not leaving though no, Tom's just leaving okay uh, I am just you're leaving sounds like you're signing off you but the show is still on for another two minutes so um I that's what I got for an appetizer Tom got the enormous fried oysters over the spinach and artichoke dip and then I got a filet which I have to say was really good it was good, and I ordered it well done or medium well. 
and it was definitely that. But it was like a Trinado, which I was a little surprised by. It wasn't like the big, thick it's like a filet. beer can filet. It was a little surprising. And Tom got the Trout Meunier with pecans, which is always really good. Both were served over mashed potatoes. One had green beans, one's ha one had uh, asparagus, and it was, a, it was a good meal. I mean, it's a really charming place. Food is not brilliant, but it's certainly good enough for you to go and enjoy it. And that's what we did for Valentine's Day. All right, the show is over. I just want to say before we leave about the other platforms that we have, if you would like to, you know, keep talking or thinking about food and not focusing in on all the bad news of the day, go to nomenu.com. It's N-O-M-E-N-U.com. It's also where you'll find our podcast under Food Show. It's where you can sign up for our newsletter, which comes out twice a week. It's N-O-M-E-N-U.com. There's 400-some-odd recipes there in the recipe section. Tom's Vintage Works from his 50-year career. The Dining Diary is there. The Specials Board of things you might take advantage of around town. Places that are opening or closing for COVID. That's nomenu.com. N-O-M-E-N-U.com. If you have a friend that you think would enjoy the show, please tell them about it. They can download the Simple Radio app free. Type in 990 New Orleans and listen from any place. We also have our Instagram page. We'd love for you to follow us there. At the New Orleans Menu. The Little Hot Dogger Girls also have an Instagram. One is Chloe the Cold Cuts. Oh, we're getting... That's it. We don't really have time. All right. Uh, Tim McNally up next with the Dine, Wine, and Spirits show. And we will see you tomorrow. Me, BJ Rust, every weekday at 6 p.m. for the Something to Say radio show right here on WGSO 990 AM, New Orleans, Louisiana.